episode is a little bit of a different one, but before we jump into that, I just wanted to cover some housekeeping things with you guys. Um, first and foremost, we did miss an episode last week. In all transparency, this is a crazy time for everybody, and Emma's moving, I'm moving within the upcoming week, so our episodes, um, for the time being, until things kind of settle down, are probably going to end up being um, every other week now. I think that we have switched the schedule a couple different times, you guys. You just have to understand we're trying to get everything done, but we're both full-time students. It's final season for Emma, and it's midterm season for me since I'm on quarters. Like I said, we're both moving within the next couple of weeks and there's just a lot going on in the world. So do not fear. We are going to have some content out for you guys, but it's going to be a little bit different than our usual content. So of course, we're still going to be doing podcast episodes for you guys. That is our forte and that'll be up at least um, every other week, hopefully every week. But like I said, that's just going to be kind of staggered. But something new that we're going to be introducing is Um, Starting this week, we're going to do Instagram highlights of day in our lives. So we're going to be showing you guys kind of what we do um, every single day to incorporate who got into our lives. So the format of this is just going to be this upcoming week. I'm going to have a day and Emma's going to have a day and we're going to post to our Instagram story and save it under our highlights section on our profile and just kind of take you guys through um, what a day in our life is like, starting with when we wake up to things we do before we go to bed. And that actually kind of ties into this week's episode, which is all about sleep. So definitely check out um, our Instagram highlight. If you're not following us on Instagram, it's at Hugo Girls Podcast. And we also have a blog where we're also going to be posting some of this information. So again, the content content is a little bit different but it's still going to be there it's we're still here for you guys so jumping in to this week's episode i said it a couple times now but it's going to be a little bit different than our usual content i was reading a national geographic article titled the pandemic is giving people vivid unusual dreams and here's why and ironically i've been having very vivid dreams lately so i thought this information was really interesting to hear about and also really applicable for the current day and age So I kind of took that idea and ran with it. I'm going to be giving you guys the reasoning behind why you've been vividly dreaming lately and kind of how to combat it because believe it or not, it's not the best thing for you. So jumping right in, Emma and I have made the decision to skip our highs and lows and future highs um, just for the foreseeable future because like we said in a previous episode, everyone has um, things to be grateful for right now, but also the world is kind of a crazy place. So we don't ever want our highs to come across as like bragging or um, unrealistic because we're just really trying to be transparent with you guys. And on that same note, we don't want to sit here and complain because we are so fortunate and we realize that um, so many people are going through crazy things right now. So we're just, we're going to cut the highs, lows, and future highs section for now. When Emma's back on the show with me in a couple weeks, um, we will just kind of do a catch up, let you guys know what's been going on in our lives. But again, you'll already know because you will be following us on Instagram and see our Instagram highlights. So with that being said, let's start discussing the dreams themselves. So the first thing is the article, like I said, was titled, the pandemic is giving people vivid, unusual dreams and here's why. So I'm going to start by kind of telling you guys what I've been experiencing with vivid dreams is they're not necessarily nightmares. Like nightmares are usually very, very vivid, but these dreams have been 
um, abnormally vivid. They've been abnormally detailed and I've been able to remember them a lot more. They haven't left me feeling great, but they're also not scary. Um, I actually, a couple mornings ago, woke up and could recount my entire dream, which is something that I don't remember ever being able to do. So that's kind of what I'm talking about when I'm talking about these vivid dreams. So we're going to talk about why these vivid dreams are happening. So again, this article was found on National Geographic, and I will be pulling from the article a little bit, so I want to give credit where credit is due. But it's suggested by science that dream content and emotions associated with dreams are connected to our well-being when we're awake, which makes total sense. But in the middle of a pandemic, hundreds of millions of people are currently staying home. And this withdrawal from the usual environments and the daily stimuli has left many of us with a lack of inspiration. And this lack of inspiration kind of translates into our day-to-day dreams. This, therefore, forces our subconscious minds to draw from things that happened in our past. So I don't know if I'm the only one, but there have been some really random people in my dreams lately, like people that I haven't seen in years, people from TV shows, and it's because your mind is trying to, there's basically this um, like bank, there are this vault in your brain of memories, if you guys have seen, um, oh my gosh, what is that movie? The Disney Pixar movie. Oh, oh my gosh, this is going to drive me crazy. Okay. Well, if I get back to it, um, there's basically millions of memories stored in your brain. And so without this constant daily stimuli, your brain is being forced to draw from your sort of long-term memories instead. The other thing is that dreams are being colored. So the question of do you dream in color and black and white is becoming less applicable as stress and isolation and changes in sleep patterns are causing more and more people to dream in color and remember it. So during the dream phase of sleep, which is the REM phase or the um, rapid eye movement phase of sleep, the article says that stress sends the brain on a trip. The neurobiological signals and the reactions that produce dreams are similar to the ones that are triggered by psychedelic drugs. So basically how people hallucinate when they take shrooms, it's kind of the same type of thing. Psychedelics activate nerve receptors called serotonin 5H2A, which then turn off the dorsal prefrontal cortex, which, according to Google, deals with the working memory and interaction of stimuli. So basically by turning off this prefrontal cortex, your emotional um, state is disinhibited. And so all of your emotions flood the consciousness, which is especially true during the REM stage of sleep, which is when we dream. So all of these emotions that you've kind of pent up or that you've Um, kept inside of you are now going to surface during this dream and that um, obviously like I was saying can really make weird dreams for you but it all has to do with stress levels and um, everything in your external environment and guys it's a really weird time and even if you think that you're not stressed about something chances are you probably are you're not used to being by yourself or you're not used to doing work or school online you're not used to living with your parents again you're not used to seeing your roommate 24 7 it's it's a strange time and as well as a lot of people are coping with it you can't continue to push down these thoughts because they're just going to resurface when you go to sleep and this increase of isolation and this increase of stress is going to decrease your sleep quality so Taking that and transitioning it into more of a typical Hookah Girls podcast um, topic, if you will, 
I wanted to talk to you guys about how to improve your sleep quality and limit these vivid dreams. So, like I was saying at the beginning, a lot of times these vivid dreams aren't positive, but they also wouldn't really be classified as nightmares. And that's the interesting thing. While these dreams aren't necessarily bad, they're also not benefiting you and can decrease your sleep quality. So I did some research on how to limit these dreams. And for the past week, I've been testing out some of the things that researchers have said to do. And I'm just going to share with you guys um, the things that I personally found beneficial. But by all means, do your own research. This, these are just kind of some of my tips. So the first um, is something that's mentioned in the article. It says that multiple, multiple studies have shown that our waking activities create a slide reel of memories that influence the content of our dreams. Emotions carried over from the day can influence what we dream about and how we feel within the dream itself. So my tip is just to reduce or restrict sources of everyday memories. So what I mean by that is being stuck alone in quarantine and not simulating the mind because restricting these sources of everyday memories may limit the content of our dreams or cause the subconscious to reach for deeper memories. So stimulate your brain and I know, especially in my family, my dad and my brother are big components of watching the news all the time. Change up what you're watching. Maybe the news isn't necessarily benefiting you right now. Um, it's definitely important to stay informed, but to have the news on all 12 hours of the day that you're awake is stimulating your brain in a stressful way. Change up your scenery as best you can. I know that it's really hard to do that when we're stuck inside our homes and when we're quarantined, but something I've been doing lately is... Um, I stacked my classes for school, so I have class from 10 to 12, um, noon to 2, and 2 to 4, and usually that doesn't bother me because I'll be walking from building to building or classroom to classroom, and obviously at home I can't do that, so my 10 to 12 class I've been doing sitting in my room, and my 12 to 2 class I've been sitting at my dining room table, my 2 to 4 class I've been sitting in my hallway at a little table, like just try to switch up where you are so your brain is still being simulated. The second thing is magnesium. It comes in a bunch of different forms, powders, lotions, pills, everything. So magnesium is um, a, I don't, I'm really lacking on words tonight, you guys. Oh my goodness. I don't know why my brain is just not working. Clearly it was not simulated enough today. Um, but it's is a supplement. That's what I'm looking for. It's a supplement and it increases GABA, which is an amino acid that works as a neurotransmitter in your brain. So a large amount of magnesium encourages relaxation. And like I said, it can be found in all kinds of products like lotions and powders. Um, they even make like little magnesium pills, kind of like vitamins. Um, I found that if you rub the lotion on your feet before bed or something I love doing, especially when I was at school, is drinking warm water with magnesium powder mixed in. It'll decrease the amount of time it takes you to fall asleep and it'll encourage you to dream less, um, meaning your dreams are less vivid and less memorable and more of that normal sleep cycle because it's allowing you to sort of relax your mind, relax your body before your brain um, kind of starts kicking in when you go to sleep. So like I said, at school, I would do the powder and I would mix it in with some hot water. Um, you would think that it would taste kind of weird. They have all different flavors. I personally like orange. You can kind of choose whatever you want and it definitely is a good way to relax before sleep. 
So the next one might shock you guys a little bit, but it's to limit your melatonin intake. Okay, this one sounds really weird, right? Considering melatonin is used to inhibit sleep. Well, melatonin increases REM sleep, which remember at the beginning I was telling you guys that's where the vivid dreams are being constructed. So if you're having vivid dreams in the first place, you're already getting enough REM sleep. Melatonin itself um, isn't proven to cause the vivid or descriptive dreams. So all the things that you read saying, I have nightmares because of melatonin, um, it's usually because people aren't used to getting REM sleep. And so um, when their mind finally gets to that point, then their mind kind of runs wild. Um, but if you increase your melatonin intake, you're either going to increase your dreams or increase increase the likelihood of having vivid dreams. So I'm not saying don't take melatonin if you're dependent on it to fall asleep, but maybe if you're not used to taking melatonin, you've been having a hard time sleeping, now's not really the time to try it if you're already having vivid dreams. The next thing is to drink chamomile tea before bed. So this is something that you guys will see in my day in the life highlight on Instagram, but I am a big tea drinker, especially before bed. One, I live in the South and my allergies are terrible, so it just feels great on my throat. Um, but also it's just really calming. And chamomile in specific has an antioxidant called appendigen or appendigenin. Um, I've said this in one of our podcasts before and I still cannot say that word. Um, but basically this is a antioxidant that binds to specific receptors in your brain and it decreases stress and um, initiates sleep, which is really, really nice. Not to mention, like I said, drinking a warm tea before bed in and of itself is calming and relaxing and it forces you to take time for yourself before bed. So something that I'm very guilty of is scrolling through my phone, watching one too many Netflix shows, um, just being overstimulated before I go to sleep. So just allowing myself to drink my tea and kind of have my time without doing those things is really nice. It can even be you drink it as you do your skincare routine and when you're finished, you brush your teeth and go to sleep. As simple as that. Um, and the last thing that I have on this list is to expose yourself to bright sunlight during the day. So allowing yourself to be in natural light during the day is going to allow you to sleep better naturally. And this is something we've talked about in one of our sleep podcasts before, but red lights are more calming on your um, mind. So if you want to turn on a salt lamp or light a candle before bed, that's very different than having your recess lighting on. So just kind of limiting your natural light and your um, artificial white light before you go to bed, but soaking that all in during the day. Get outside if you can. I know um, different places have different ordinances in place right now. Just do what's best for you. So that's kind of it for you guys. I don't know if you can tell. Um, I'm a little flustered. I haven't been feeling the best. I, fingers crossed, I don't think I have COVID. Um, I just think I have really bad allergies. So it's been a lot to try to plan this podcast for you guys, so I know it was a shorter one. Um, like I said, with the crazy times right now, Emma and I will be very, very active on Instagram, so go follow us over there. It's at Hugo Girls Podcast. I'm going to be posting more tips for you guys. Um, it's going to be kind of shorter episodes, I think, in the upcoming weeks, but definitely reach out and let us know what you want to see, and like I said, stay tuned um, for this upcoming week, and Emma and I will be posting our day in the lives. And until next time, um, thank you so much to all of our healthcare workers and people on the front line. And guys, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay together.